welcome to another episode of Bitter and Jaded. I'm your host, Joshua Scott, and today I have with me a woman who loves a scary tale ending, my friend Maria. Hi, Maria. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I am fantastic. So tell people a little bit about yourself. So I am a software developer, and pretty much besides that, I play video games. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Well, let's just jump right into software development then. So uh, how long have you been doing that? Oh, man. I think in total... It's got to be at least five years now. Nice. Five, six. Holy crap. Well, what got you started? So I first got started in high school, I think, mm-hmm. um, which I mean, it wasn't into anything crazy. It was just um, HTML mm-hmm. where like you're designing the web pages. Yeah, and like stuff. MySpace pages. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like I'd mess around with that and then decided to go to college. But uh, when I first started college, I chose... One of like the basic majors, like biology major. Mm-hmm. Everybody I knew was going into it. And I'm like, yeah, sure, let's go medical field, doctors. Why not? Yeah, why not? So about the first semester, do that. And it's just like, you know, mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. And I'm like, <laughs> I know. But at the same time, I'm like, eh, well, what if it's not doctor? Uh-huh. And then some, they had a program at the school for computational science. And they were doing like a presentation on it or something Mm -hmm. and i'm like you know what i'm bored let's chill around campus why not let's go so sit down and whenever i was just watching it just watching them talk about it and what they do and then they put an emphasis on like making video games Mm -hmm. and that part of it and then that's what really caught my attention and i'm like but what okay but what if we do this so i switched over and then just went through the the whole ordeal learned well in uh, college i probably learned like matlab and stuff which isn't really used Mm. but like the most useful thing was probably java Mm. and it's basically just been java most of the time ever since oh that's cool that's cool so they just gave you a slideshow and you're like man i'm gonna change my entire life now and i'm gonna be a software developer (laughs) pretty much because it just i don't know you just see something and you're just like that's a hell of a slideshow (laughs) you know what i might want to do that that's cool that's cool. So, like, so has it all been through school, or did you ever do any like self taught stuff? Because I know some people who've been who went like some of the YouTube route or um, some of like going through like books. Like my brother in law was going through just books to teach himself how to do it. I was like, you were insane. I could never do that. Yeah, and like that's another one of the reasons I love it is because it can be completely self taught. You don't mm. even need a degree. At that's all, awesome. Really, um, I have done some other stuff. Um, I got in with a training company about in the past year. And then they trained me on like Java and the back end stuff. Mm-hmm. And then uh, then they added the front end stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's like Angular, that sort of thing. And so now I can do the back end stuff and the front end that's stuff good. of an application. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So like what kind of things have you made? Have you made anything like sick? Um, Honestly, not really. Most of the making stuff was in uh, college. Mm. So I made a video game, a very, very simple one in college. Uh, for in I think my freshman year, I want to say freshman mm-hmm. sophomore, one of those, and then we made an augmented reality app for a phone as a senior project. Oh, that's super cool! What did that do? I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, and I I don't have the greatest memory of all time, but I think it was what is it called? Paper football or whatever? Uh huh. Like where you fold up a little paper and you yeah, flip it. Yeah. So. You had you had like a digital paper football uh-huh. and then a um, digital goal or whatever, and mm. you had to like flick it on the phone in order to send it over. That's sick, but it, it worked. 
yeah, we that's the it. <laughs> and I was um, I was more so on the business side, and I would help code a little bit here and there. But mm. I was on the business side. I had to write a sixty to seventy page technical document <laughs> <laughs> about paper football. Yeah, explaining how we did it, what we used, all of that. It was a nightmare. Uh. Single pa- single space too. Oh, great, great, <laughs> great! You should have <laughs> should have done that. Uh, was it a word count thing? No, no, it was just like... you can always do that trick where you make it white and you're like, eh, get out of oh, here. <laughs> oh, I've learned so much about papers. <laughs> I can give the world a tip right here. So I learned this from an English professor. Okay. I had. For introduction paragraph, tell me what you're about to tell me. Mm-hmm. The, what is the middle of the body? The body, tell me which, what you're telling me, basically. Mm-hmm. And then conclusion, tell me what you just told me. Oh, so that's all you have to do. Yeah, that's Every what I did the entire for, time through college. 70 always. pages. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ugh. And then that works on term papers, too. So about how long does it take you to make, or did you guys make this, say, this paper football thing? How long were you guys kicking around this? Oh, my eh. goodness. <laughs> That's the thing about it. It takes such a long time because I want to say we spent at least 10 hours, five days a week for three months. Jeez. So you could flip a paper. You know, you know, I got some paper and we could fold. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so much easier and probably more fun. Uh, <laughs> it was just part of the senior project. And yeah. there was a couple other good ones. I forget it, though. I forget the other ones. Yeah. I think they were apps, too, but I don't think they were like augmented reality or anything. I got you. I got you. So is this stuff like difficult? Um, It can be, yeah. yeah. I mean, pretty much a programmer from from basically what I've just been talking to people about it. You're just a professional Googler. Oh, That's yeah. all you are. That's what most people are, I think, yeah. nowadays. <laughs> yep. So the hardest part about it is just the precision. Mm. Oh, man. There has been endless nights just doing homeworks or something where uh, you just be looking through 500 lines of code. Oh. And it won't work. And you don't know why it won't work. And you're staring at it. The logic makes sense. Okay, did I spell that right? Yeah, sure. Turns out, after three hours of looking at it, it was a dot that was yeah. missing 40 lines in. Yeah, yeah. See, and that's that, why it didn't work. That's why I never got into coding, because I started, I was like, oh, this is super cool. Wow, I would love to be able to like, make like a video game. It'd be super rad, right? And then, uh, you know, you start going into it, and if you miss a comma, it's game over. It's just like, mm-hmm. what? Like, so crazy. Just to have, I don't have that kind of patience. You know what I mean? Oh, it does, it does take a turn for yeah. your patience. That's <laughs> so ridiculous. Is this something you're going to, like, pursue as a career? Like, is this is this you now? Um, maybe. Maybe. I mean, do have a little bit of side things I want to do, mm. but I think I'm gonna change the like the companies I code for. Mm. I would want to do the more the original inspiration for it was to get into video games. Yeah, so I'd probably want to try to work for a game company. Yeah, not EA though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know though, but they got Apex Legends. I mean, but they also got they they pay you, and that's all that really matters. You know, I, I don't know. care if I work for as long as I check clears. <laughs> wouldn't it be fun to like work on Skyrim or oh, something? Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be super Ooh. rad. That'd be super rad. You know, but then all you just be doing is putting that game out for the next forty years. Mm-hmm. The Skyrim method. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like, if say you were to get into um, the video game development, how would you even go about that? Like you. You went to school, you got all that stuff. Do you just have to like know a guy? Is there like a like cuz we don't have Probably. much going around here, I don't think, right? No, there's not really any like gaming things. Like it would be well, the good another good thing about it, especially like for um, you know, 2020 or whatever, it's you can work from home and do it. Yeah. You don't have to be in an office, yeah. which is the cool part of it. 
So, I mean, you know, you just look up your gaming studios or whatever and see if they're hiring for programmers or engineers or whatever and just apply. Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, that's as far as I know. <laughs> I don't know if it goes any deeper than that. So you said the end goal is if you do pursue this video games, that that is the thing. Is there like a uh, uh, like a dream project that you would like to work on? Doesn't have to be Skyrim, but like Ooh. you know, is there something like maybe you were thinking of? Ooh, ooh, that's difficult. <laughs> that's what I'm here for—the hard hitting questions. Let me see. <laughs> It's going to sound goofy, but Minecraft. Yeah? Why? Why Minecraft? I love Minecraft. Yeah. You can do anything. You can make that game like Farming Simulator. Mm. You can, hell, hell, you can make Skyrim in it and have like a role-playing <laughs> thing with your friends. Like some of the stuff they designed in that game is ridiculous. Yeah. Someone yeah. made Hogwarts. Of course they did. <laughs> Too detailed. Of course they did. Of course they did. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> that's super awesome. That's super awesome. Well, speaking of video games, um, that's kind of something that... Me and a lot of people who've been on the show have in common uh, is freaking video games because they're awesome. Oh. So, like, how long have you been playing video games? Ooh, since I was five. Yeah, awesome, awesome. So let's let's do the old let's trudge this one out. What is your uh, gaming origin story? What? All right. <laughs> so the earliest memory I have of playing a game. Ooh, I can't remember which came out first. So forgive me for timelines, but I remember playing. The original Sims on a gateway computer with mm. dial-up internet, even though I didn't play it on the internet. And then I remember playing one of the Tomb Raiders on the original PlayStation. Oh. So, so that was when I started. Was the original PlayStation your first console? Yes. Yeah, okay. It was my brother's. Oh, uh, well, what was yours? What was yours? GameCube. Oh, hell I yeah. I love GameCube. Hell yeah. <laughs> that was my stuff. What was your favorite GameCube game? Oh, crap. I can remember them all. It's going to sound cheesy again, but herbs. Yeah. Oh, really? I love herbs. <laughs> and then they just threw the black eyed peas in there. And I'm yeah. like, I'm down with I it. I mean, I love the black eyed peas. So <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> I play that constantly. That's super awesome. That's super awesome. So why did you, did you pick the GameCube? Were you like, mom, dad, I got to have this? Mm-mm. No? No. I, uh, what was it? Oh, I know what happened. So I would always be, I was, I have two older brothers. Mm-hmm. And I was the little annoying sister who would always try to hop on the game uh-huh. all the time. Well, mom apparently got sick of hearing this, and so she bought me the GameCube. <laughs> nice, to nice. Shut me up. <laughs> <laughs> so that's funny because I, I remember when I was a kid, I I desperately wanted a GameCube because I played. I grew up playing N sixty four. That was like my first, like you know. And I was like, oh my god, I got I got to get this. You guys don't understand how much I need this, right? But my mom, <laughs> as like a joke, would always call it the Xbox. You know, like parents will call them Pokemon or whatever. Uh, oh, but yeah. she would be like, oh, well, you know, we're gonna get you the Xbox. So these these hucksters, these people that I call my family, who supposedly <laughs> love me. Uh, Christmas morning, all year she's been calling an Xbox. All year she's been calling an Xbox. Oh, you know, we'll see if we can get you the Xbox. I don't know. I open up my presents and I open up. What do I get? A freaking Xbox. But inside the Xbox box was a GameCube. My mom harassed some person at like Kmart or something and got the display box and put the GameCube in it with a bunch of games. But I opened it up and I was pissed. I was like, what is this? Like, come on, you guys, I told you it was going to be the GameCube. You got to give me the freaking GameCube. And uh, it was like, I still remember that as like one of like the best Christmases because one, she tricked me. And two, I was like, ooh. But then I got the thing I wanted and immediately I was playing Sunshine and everything was right with the world. Heck yeah. <laughs> I like how your mom did that though. She's just like, "Gotcha, bitch." Oh yeah, that's how she is. She's still like that. She gets me all the time. She's she's hilarious. That's probably where I get it from because she's just like she'll do whatever it takes to make the joke. And she's like like childhood trauma. So she can be like, hey, "Gotcha." 
<laughs> so what was like your go-to games as like a kid? Oh man. Um the ones I can remember playing the most as a kid. It was actually in like I think PlayStation 2 for the most part. Uh so Midnight Club, mm. Need for Speed Most Wanted, Grand Theft Auto 3. And then um, another big one besides the Bratz Rock Angels game. Yeah! <laughs> what is the Bratz Rock Angels game? Like Bratz like the dolls with the big yes. lips that they were Yeah, really I didn't looking. like Barbie. I like Bratz dolls. Yeah! And my mom got me that game. You just basically dress them up in like some sometimes and then you would just watch cutscenes, dress them up. And then walk them to places or find things. Oh, like, I that's love all you this. Did. I love this. This is one of my favorite things about Jenna because she would do the same thing. Like she had like Barbie games and dress up games and stuff like that. Because like guys, they're not going to play those games because they're tough guys. You're not going <laughs> to play that game. But like Jenna was like obsessed over it. She's like, oh my God, I had so many outfits. It was so cool. And I was like, it's so cool to, to hear that one of your top games was a game I've never even heard of. And I've been playing games since like the womb <laughs> so <laughs> that's awesome brats <laughs> oh, uh where's well, the fun one what was the first game you ever beat Ooh, i the first game i ever beat grand theft auto 3 yeah yep yeah i finally did beat it <laughs> couldn't beat vice city though when i was a kid yeah that well, stupid helicopter mission man, look, oh, that little did you play that remake nonsense no not yet yeah. I, I was thinking about it but everybody's like man it sucks and yeah. i'm like Dang it. Yeah, yeah. I'll like, probably... Oh. It was like one of them was on Game Pass. I was thinking about downloading it, but I was like, when will I have time? When will I have time? Um, well, so now we're in the future. Welcome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so what do you predominantly play now? Like, what system do you predominantly play So now? right now, I play a mixture, I guess, of calm games for the most part. Minecraft and mm. Sims. <laughs> <laughs> for the most part. And then I mix in some Halo. Mm. Um, you was playing Back for Blood. For a little while. And then... What else? Oh, I gotta download Code Vein, which oh. is like anime Dark Souls. Oh, okay. And I want to try that yeah. out. No, I, I don't want anything to do with Dark Souls. I, I like uh, I like who I am as a person. I don't want to be beat down by another <laughs> I video the game. You know, I want I have enough going on in my life without that game slapping me directly in the face. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you mainly play on PC, you were saying? Yeah. So like... Are you used to that? Is that like you just grew up and you're like, man, I want to be on PC? Like, No, I mean, it was, so I started out probably playing like console and um, like the gateway computer we had mm -hmm. in our computer room, which shows my age. <laughs> but um, Yeah, back when people would dedicate a room for, this is where the computer lives. This is it. <laughs> you know, you've got the living room where we live and this is where the computer lives. <laughs> yep. I remember exactly where it was too. <laughs> right by my mom's room. But um... Let's see. Ooh. I actually lost the question. <laughs> <laughs> why do you why do you prefer a PC? Ah, there we go. Okay. So uh I would just play both and then for the longest time I was um on console only. Mm. And um I had a friend of mine who had a PC and then uh got one too and it's it's funny how fast you get used to it. Yeah. It really is. It only took about a week and a half uh -huh. playing Apex Legends, getting wrecked the <laughs> whole time. But yeah, you just pick up and yeah. then it just carries over. Ah, well, I don't know. I'm like, I'm kind of always poo poo the whole PC master race nonsense, just because like <laughs> I don't know. For me, for me personally, I feel like if I go out and say I buy the Xbox that I want, um, and I put a game in it, 
The game's gonna work. I don't have to deal with anything else. I don't have enough time in my life to go find a driver and deal with all the nonsense. I don't have yeah. enough time in my life to go and go on tech support, figure out what's going on, and make sure everything's <laughs> up to date. I don't have time for that. So if I put in my dumb game, I get to play my dumb game, and I'm good. So people are like, oh, well, you know, the graphics. Are being blue. I don't have time for your <laughs> graphics. I don't have time for your nonsense. So that's why every time they're like, well, you know, I play PC. Uh, it's just like, oh. Um, so do you have like some sort of like crazy pc uh yeah Uh, (laughs) i'll just be completely honest my friend like pretty much helped me build the whole thing so i can't tell you really that much about like the hardware on Mm -hmm. it i know the graphics card's really good yeah that much i know and then i just keep the drivers up yeah and then that's pretty much and that just covers most games what do you do when because that's the thing it's like a new game come out in like five years and you know what guess who's still playing it your boy, and you have to upgrade. <laughs> Sucker. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm right, but I'm right. <laughs> Fair enough. I just kind of like, um, the thing I like most about PC is like, if you do have to upgrade, typically it's not all of it at once. It's just like each little piece. Mm. And you, I don't know, I, th- I like the pacing of that better. You yeah. just slowly upgrade it. And I mean, it's longer... I mean, unless you're keeping up with it constantly, it's yeah. longer before you actually have to change over, which is why I like it. Gotcha. gotcha. Instead of fighting with everybody like over the new Xbox <laughs> and PlayStation. Oh, those scalpers. Those dirty. Yeah. Anyway. Heck with um, that. So what draws you to video games? Um, It's like an active movie in a way. Yeah. Like, I'm not a big TV person. I mm. grew up watching TV, and it just got to where it was so boring, and yeah. I just, my mind would wander. <laughs> but with video games, that doesn't happen, because you're always actively doing something. Mm. And I and I can make a video game last me forever, yeah. because I'll try, I'll be the person trying to get, like, achievements and all that you're stuff. You're picking all the berries and all the flowers and yep. all that nonsense. <sighs> doing a hundred. Oh. See, yeah. I, that's another thing. I, it's just, I've never been that completionist. Like, Matt's always was like, yeah, well, you know, I got everything. And I'd be like... I'm on like the, my fourth game now, so I don't know. I, you know my, my brain works too fast for me to be like, well, let me just go and get every little piece in there. You know, but sometimes it's, sometimes I do it. If I really like the game, like I think the last game I 100% it was that Spider-Man game because I freaking love Spider-Man. Oh, the Miles uh, Morales one? No, the one before that because I'm garbage. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't keep up with the times. Uh, I'm not like <laughs> you hit cats with your Xboxes and you know, all that nonsense. Um, <laughs> that's, that's awesome, though. So that's kind of how I feel with it, too. Like, you know, I could throw on a show, but the thing with shows... It's like, I'll just like not like, I'm not retaining it. You know, I'm just mm-hmm. like, that's in the background or I'll get up and I'll start cleaning or something. And yeah. then, you know, like, uh, but with video games, you're like actively a part of the situation, which is what I always felt like you would get more out of it. You know what I mean? Um, oh, because uh, like with the stories now, like when we were kids, um, the stories were like, <laughs> they're not great. <laughs> they're not great. No. Let's be fair. They're not great. You know, go here, do this, go here, do this. Now, like, there'll be games I'll be playing, and I'll just be like, am I about to cry right now? Am I, like, am I about to cry the right now? The Last of Us. Yeah, am I just going to sit here and cry and the be sad? The opening sequence to The Last well, of like, Us. There's been some games that I'll play, and I'll just be like, oh, why did I do this to me? <laughs> <laughs> I was fine, you know? <laughs> um, so what, what kind of games do you gravitate more to? Ooh. Like, first-person shooters is it like story-driven games you like what we got i do like a game with a good story i'm not gonna lie like one my favorite series is probably metal gear solid really i love it Mm -hmm. i played snake eater growing up oh i loved it and then i put i thought you said you like good stories (laughs) 
I had no idea what was going on that entire story. No one has any idea what's going on. No. They say they do their liars. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, I just, you know, they do those like cut scenes with like mm. historical war footage and they're like the nanobots. And I'm like, yep, yeah, nanobots. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> I'm like, but Snake looks so cool. He though. does look cool. And then I do like stealth games. Yeah. So I do like Hitman. Yeah. Oh, Love Hitman it. is fun. Hitman is really, really fun. And, um,. I actually have a fun story about uh, um, the uh, <laughs> about Metal Gear is uh, Metal Gear Four was that the PlayStation Four exclusive PlayStation Three exclusive Sorry was Metal yeah. Gear Solid Four I remember that game came out and I bought I bought a PlayStation I, I don't really I'm not really a PlayStation guy if you know me you know I play Xbox um, but I bought a PlayStation I was like let's go I gotta play this people say this game is so good you know I, I get it at the midnight release and it takes me forever to install it because I hate this dark future we live in and then we start playing. And at least I thought I was going to start playing. And then like three hours go by and I haven't done anything. And then I'm literally, like, I was working night shift at the time. And I was literally, I was playing the game. I was, like again, I thought I was playing the game. And I sit there and there's a cutscene going on. And I fell asleep. And I wake up and the cutscene is still going on. And so I turned off that game and I never beat that game. <laughs> That's my thoughts on Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> I've beat it so many times, especially four. Yeah. So I actually did, I spent so much time on that game. I think I beat it at least five times. Oh, wow. I, I think the last time I beat it, I went through the entire game without any alerts. Didn't kill anybody because you could use because I uh, got the special gun where you could control their emotions. Mm-hmm. So I just made everybody like. I think yellow was like make them go crazy or whatever. So they mm. shoot each other mm. and it doesn't count as a death for me. So I went through the entire thing, not alerting anybody, not killing anybody. Wow. And I think that's like, what is the award for that? I think it's ghost. I think. And then if you do alert someone, you have to start the entire chapter over. Oh, so how long did it take you to do that? Oh, probably two months. Yeah, oh my god! <laughs> was that little was that little trophy pop worth it? Were you like? It yeah. wasn't even a trophy. What? That's the best part. It was like an, a very in game achievement. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't have any other games to play. I beat them all, so I was like, you know what? Fuck it, let's go. <laughs> so now we've uh, sussed out that you like bad games. Um, what do you make a great game? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question. Um. A balance, probably, yeah. because um, if it looks really good but doesn't, but is crappy on story and gameplay, mm-hmm. then you can just stare at it. But then, if you focus too much on gameplay, then you're not going to be able to probably draw in your audience very well. Mm-hmm. And then, if you focus way too much on the story, then it's going to kind of be boring. But there is an audience for people who like only the story, like those um, Life is Strange games. I like those games too. Are they? Don't, don't they play well too? I've never played them, but do they play like garbage? Is that... Um, so they don't play like garbage. There's just not really a lot to do. Yeah. So you're just basically walking around to different cutscenes. Is pretty much what those games are. Gotcha. Besides, uh, finding little Easter eggs, or and you can just talk. And I think there's picture things you can collectibles. That's the word. Uh-huh. Collectibles that you can just like take pictures of things, and that gives you achievements. Gotcha. But I mean, it's mostly just walking from cutscene to cutscene. <laughs> But I mean, it's a good story. Yeah, yeah. Well, this but, water break was brought to you by Chewy. I don't know if any, the audience can hear his <laughs> delicious, delicious water drinking. Thank you, Chewy. Um, <laughs> but see, that's kind of how I feel. But I'm more on the, like, I'm a big art style and controls guy. If it's pretty, not even pretty, because, like, people's definition of pretty is, is different. Like, I don't pr- particularly like, like, you mentioned The Last of Us earlier. It's too realistic. That's when I don't like. We, we've gotten to the point where everything, you can see follicles on their face. Like, okay, that's super cool. But I like like a really cool, like, wackadoo art style and then controls that are just, like, 
on point. That was that yeah. will be what uh, secures like some of my top games. Like they might not even be like nothing's going on, but they like when you tell it to do something, it does it, and that that is to me. I'm like, oh, pff, oh wow. yeah, without any latency. Yeah, yeah, yeah just like this is what oh, I wanted to do, and it's latency. fun to do. You know what I mean? That that that's what me. That's what I think. Makes a great story. Oh, um, but uh, here's a here's this this question is another like old hat um, question. A lot of like other podcasts have asked, but I don't think I've ever asked anybody this. Where do you stand on the video games as art argument? I think they are. Yeah, I do as well. I, and think, I feel like that oh. that thing has been like a weird like how has that even been a debate, especially now? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, listen, if like people can sell like a drop of paint on a canvas, like a literal drop for like a million dollars, video games is art. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like that, I don't understand. Yeah. But I mean, there's so much that goes into it. Like one of the most artistic games I've ever played, and it's got to be in my top three, I think, Hellblade Sinuous Sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And just to give a, like a very small summary of it, um, basically you're trying to save... Your boyfriend from Viking gods. Sure. And you are a, I believe she's Celtic. And you are a Celtic woman with schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. And they, and you, uh, I watched how they made this game. Mm-hmm. And they literally, like, talked to people with actual schizophrenia. Like, they had wow. a bunch of people, um, I think psychiatrists, like, monitoring how they tell the story and how it looks. Like, you can go through the whole thing, and you can hear whispers, and if you have headphones, mm-hmm. it'll make them sound like they're in, like, eight different places, like, ah. going all around your head. Oh, it's cool. It's very cool. And they, oh, just the way it looks, and how everybody designed, and then, like, the story of it, like, it's very artistic. Yeah. So, that that game, just by itself, you can't convince me otherwise. Yeah. Video games are, <laughs> can be art. Yeah, yeah. It is the dumb ones. Like, I don't know if I would, like, say, like, I mean, I guess it's. Like Call of Duty is not it's a work of art, but it's garbage to me, in my opinion. Yeah. But I don't when I think of art, I think of like beautiful pictures and things that are moving. When I think of Call of Duty, I think of like getting called names that you oh, we're not yeah. gonna say. No, it show. doesn't apply to every game. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely doesn't apply to every game. That's for sure. So uh what are some of your like favorite games of all time? So uh well, Hellblades and your sacrifice. It's gonna have to be Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. <laughs> of all time. So yes. Wow. I love that game. <laughs> what is another game that's got honestly, if I just had to think about it right now, probably Minecraft. Yeah. And then uh there was a my favorite horror game of all time is The Suffering. Mm. They did really well. Like that was a game. That was on the PS2. Yeah, that game rules. <laughs> I love that game. They did so good. And then, um, what's another one? Probably like Jet Set Radio Future. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. the art style yeah. of that one. And like, the music, I still listen to the music. Yeah, well, that that game is one of those like they were they were talking about redoing it, but um, man, that's just one of those, that's one of those games that like I think there's like games in your life or things in your life that like form who you are, and there's like you know things like that is I think games that were like that kind of it's like the art style that i like it's like wild and crazy and weird and awful and it's just like that is what i like that's why i more gravitate towards that nonsense than you know somebody who has like the best beard in the world you know it's pretty yeah beard. it's a good ass beard but <laughs> you know yeah i mean i think they're going too much with the details yeah. to be honest it's yeah. like hey you can see all the strands of the viking lord's beard hair now i'm yeah. like great but i'm not paying attention yeah <laughs> <laughs> well do you have a favorite, pub- favorite publisher Ooh, favorite publisher. Crap. That one is difficult because <laughs> so many have been eh lately. Yeah. 
I guess for the just sake of it, probably just because I love Skyrim so much, Bethesda. Yeah. I mean, they have pretty good games. They, I don't know. I think they're trying to come out with StarCraft or something. Really? I believe. Something, something with space. Space. <laughs> and a star in the name, I think. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. I'll and... accept that answer, but it's wrong. Uh, the actual answer is uh, Rare. Rare is the best publisher that's ever come out. Rare. I don't care what anyone says. Rare is the best. They put out Banjo-Kazooie. They put out Viva Pinata. They put out Sea of Thieves, which is fantastic. They put out everything they ever put out is perfect. Um, I don't care what you say. I'm right. You're wrong. Um, <laughs> I still have to play um, Sea of Thieves. Yo, you, still have, you haven't played it? Uh, I don't My know if you know this, but, played uh, it, but you're sitting across from a pirate legend. So just, I know, I know it's a lot. I know it's a lot to take in, but just, just, just take your second because it's a lot. It took me a long time, and no one cares. <laughs> Shoot, pirate. Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Oh yeah, that game rules too. That game oh, rules too. Just for I, the sea shanties alone, that game is great. That game is good. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's a write off just for the shanties. Dude, I spent entire evenings after school just sitting there listening to the sea shanties. <laughs> I love them. Um, well, like now that we're old, uh, this is a problem that I run into. Um, is uh, how do you find time to even play games now? Like we all have our jobs, we have oh. our lives, we have wives and husbands and family and the holidays like how am i supposed to play these games so the way i kind of just do it is i guess not totally pre-plan it but um you know sometimes i'll play a little bit after work i mean i typically just take like a time to say i'm either going to watch like tv Mm. or i'm going to like play games or today is going to be like a chore day Mm. like I don't know, just everything just kind of takes turns. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll have a video game day, then watch a TV day, or then chores day, then errands day, mm-hmm. where you run well, It's good to have priorities that way, because, like, a lot of people kind of discount hobbies, and it's something that upsets me, you know, because I feel like they're so important to you as a person to have some sort of outlet that's not just working, eating, sleeping, and then dying, I guess. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, because, like, pretty much all that other stuff... You're doing for other people in a way. Yeah. Or you're doing just to keep going, mm-hmm. one or the other. So then, like, to not spend time on your hobbies, I mean, that's just kind of... Hobbies, to me, are like doing something for yourself. Yeah. By yourself. Yeah. Just to have a little moment for yourself. And that is very important mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. So, yeah, I just make time for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, last thing we'll do before we get off of this topic is, what is the worst game you've ever played? Ooh. I love this question. It's just Ooh. goofy. Ooh. Hold on. <laughs> That's going to take a second. What games have I played? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> mm, honestly. Or maybe just a bad game. Just a game that it doesn't even have to be the worst of all time. That oh, so, so it's just a, something maybe just like, like a bad game you played, you played but recently it was disappointing. and you were like, this game's kind of poopy. Let's get a one to poopy. Um, <laughs> oof. Try not to take forever. Probably like... Mm. Well, when I first played it, I don't think it now, but when I first played it, I thought that uh, Grand Theft Auto 4. Yeah? Yeah, the driving pissed me off. (laughs) (laughs) And when I was like, I don't know, 14, 15, whenever that came out, it made me mad. I just Mm. didn't want to play it. Yeah. Um, The newer Tomb Raider games. Oh, yeah. I wasn't crazy about those either. I tried to get through them. Couldn't get through them. I always have a soft spot for Tomb Raider. I don't know why. I like puzzle games. Um, I, I, I like figuring out 
things. And so, like, I, no matter the gameplay, like, that, the running around and shooting is always terrible. But give me, like, a, a big cave where I've got to climb stuff and then pull on a lever. I'm stoked. I'm like, let's go. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll put this sun and moon over here. I got this. This is all I do. Heck yeah. <laughs> and probably another game I put in there recently. I do love this game, but it did, did not live up to any remorse. So, source of hype cyberpunk oh yeah well there's no way there's no way it could have even no. possibly got to that peer that's here it was um was good. now some people were just taking the complaints to a maximum because they believe the hype way too much mm. but um the environment is the best environment i've ever seen in a game mm. me personally like night city is very very fun to traverse and everything mm. it's just kind of like they wanted you to have emotion for certain parts in the story and you just don't <laughs> like you just don't really care all that much like there's uh spoilers um in like the first of or whatever you're with you're like with a partner mm. and they kind of just speed through your whole relationship together until mm. that person dies and they want you to feel like really bad yeah and but at the end it just kind of hits like well that sucks yeah. see you later <laughs> so what i would have what i would have done is probably give you missions beforehand mm. to kind of attach to that character more so that when that person does die it matters more so what's fun about that game is um i uh haven't played it i uh bought it on Black Friday, this Black Friday, not that long ago, um, and I made a pact with myself because I'm a weirdo, and there was only <laughs> one copy that was in the store, and um, it was ten dollars. And I was like, oh. so one of my friends was like, "Hey, is this game worth ten bucks?" He's like, "That game's worth like sixty bucks. I paid full price for it. It's not perfect, but ten bucks, you know." So now I I, I, I waited all day. I worked like a twelve hour day that day, and then I walked over there, and it was still there. And no one wanted it, so I bought it. And then I put it in and I played for like three hours and I'm still wrestling with the fact that I overpay. So I'll let you know <laughs> um, <laughs> whenever I have time to play more of that game because I, I was introduced. I know exactly what you're talking about. They were like, here's all this scene. Here's all like, oh, all of you made this guy and now we're best friends. It's like, are we best friends? Because I don't really know. And now I know that this guy dies, so I'm, I'm not going to feel anything either. I'm not going to feel nothing. because. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's fine. Trust me. Spoilers are not one of those things that I've ever been upset about. It's just like, oh, cool. You just saved me some time. You know I what I mean? Because, again, I'm always like, we got to get it done. So, people, if, like, unless I've, like, been really anticipating the movie, you know, and you walk in and be like, oh, hey, he dies in the end, I'll be mad at you. But, like, people who are just like, well, I can't believe you told me that Iron Man's suit was blue this time. Like, I don't care. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm still going to blow way. yourself up. Um. <laughs> I'm the same way. I don't care about spoilers at all. Yeah, yeah. Someone's like, oh, spoiler. And I'm like, what happens? Oh, mm -hmm. that happens? And I'll still just watch it or play it anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just let me know. So, um... Let's see. Besides being a modern-day uh, Billy Mitchell, um, you are also huge into horror games. Um, not just horror yes. games, horror in general. Yes. So what draws you to this? Um, I think the idea that kind of I like about it is just it doesn't have to be kind of like all-out crazy for mm. it to be scary. Like, actually, some of the scariest stuff doesn't really have all that makeup and all that. Mm. Like, sure, the movie, like... With demons or whatever. That's scary. That yeah. can be scary. <laughs> but I mean, like, one of the scariest things uh, was probably original Saul, which is one of my favorite ones. Mm. I loved it. And I wasn't, like, terrified of it, but there was, like, that, like, adrenaline rush with it. Mm. And that's what I like about horror, you know? The, just that little spike of adrenaline. Yeah. <laughs> just going through, <laughs> wondering what's going to happen. Now, some of them are terrible. Yeah. But... 
most part i kind of think i like like psychological thrillers and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and i do like seeing how they like put on the makeup of like the monsters or whatever Mm -hmm. and seeing what they look like yeah that sort of thing that's super cool so is it mainly films or anything in anything else that's like Uh, like books or shows or like is that video games i think i have um i don't think she counts as horror though um and rice <laughs> Anne Rice yeah. with the uh, interview with a vampire. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I like know. those. I don't but know I mean, if that's horror. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it is. <laughs> but uh, Stephen King's pretty good. Yeah. What? Which one did I read of his? Um, I think The Shining. Yeah, was the one I read, and that was pretty good. And I did like the movie version of that. I did enjoy that. Um, but yeah, just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, the? This is like a, a weird like like spot i don't i don't i I used to read books all the time and i don't i don't think i've ever sat down and read a horror book only because i don't know how books or letters on a page can scare me so Mm -hmm. i just don't even bother um (laughs) and so i think one of these days someone's gonna recommend me a a, um a book about you know that's scary and i want to i want to know if it actually will like freak me out you know what i mean but Mm -hmm. i don't know who's got i could just watch the movie and the movie freaked me out (laughs) yeah that's true i mean it's i yeah when i read stephen king it wasn't really like oh no i can't sleep tonight Mm -hmm. it was just kind of like well damn (laughs) but i mean there i guess the way horror books probably try to work is just making you think about like whatever terrible's going on mm. and then maybe that can scare you when you're sleeping or something yeah. or I guess you have a, nightmares a really active, maybe yeah true 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 um so uh how long have you been a like a big horror fan it's been Ooh. like always for a mean minute i mean i never like disliked it mm. uh well i probably just got it from my mom honestly yeah, yeah we she liked halloween and she'd get to where we'd watch a scary movie every night mm. or every halloween night um and then i don't know i got into like liking like gothic-ish stuff when i was like 12 13 or so mm-hmm. like i listen to evanescence nonstop, which <laughs> isn't like really gothic yeah. but it's approaching uh-huh and then um i don't know i just like scary stuff i yeah. liked how disordered it could look and sometimes even like Horrific stuff could even be kind of beautiful in a way. Yeah, true. It just depends like the, your perspective when you look at it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, uh, was there ever like a movie that like scarred you as a kid? I don't know the name of this movie, but uh-huh. yes, yeah, cool. There is one scene, <laughs> and my favorite comedian actually was in the horror movie doing the scene. Uh-huh. Robin Williams. I don't remember the name of this movie. All I remember is this one scene. So he, it's like a dream state. And he is in a, like, I don't know, like a uh, pharmacy or something, like a Walgreens. Mm-hmm. and But everything is pure white. Everything is. I've seen this movie. Yeah. And then he's in pure white. Mm. And then he just, like, he has his eyes closed. And he opens his eyes. And, like, his blood just, like, shoots out of his eyes. Yeah. And I was, like, I don't know, eight or nine. <laughs> I just walked in there, randomly saw that scene and went... Screw that and left. <laughs> so <laughs> that was probably the worst one. That's what's fun about um the horror genre is like there's always someone every every person out there, like it or not, they have a movie where they were like, ah. You know, <laughs> like, ah, I don't like that at all. I don't like that one bit. And that's really cool because then there's those people who like, ah, I didn't like that at all. 
but what if I watch this forever? What if I watch <laughs> these forever? And then there's like other people who are just like, I don't want anything to do with that. That scared me. I'm scared. No, bad. <laughs> and then the only other time I can think about it is probably the original Paranormal Activity movie. Oh, really? Yeah, that. And it was the ending sequence. Yeah. The, the last three seconds. <laughs> I was fine the entire time. Like just watching like shit float in the air mm. and then like you know she gets dragged or whatever and then like that's fine i love this and then the last three it's like seconds it's like stuff float in the air and she gets dragged or whatever it's horrific in the movie she gets dragged <laughs> i know it sounds so nonchalant and then the last three seconds she just looks at the screen and goes gotcha bitch and then that scared me yeah enough to not be able to sleep that night and i'm like that was pathetic <laughs> all it was is a little face uh-huh um, what, in your opinion, is the best horror movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or at least for, your favorite. For me, the best would probably take a while to figure out. Yeah. But just the, my favorite one to watch that I probably watch every year is the original Saw movie. Yeah. Every year you watch it? Yeah. Really? At least once a year. <laughs> and sometimes I'll throw in two. Yeah. After, I want to say, probably four Eh. Yeah, it really but, starts I mean, to fall off when they get to the 17th sequel or whatever. Yeah, like once the main dude <laughs> is no longer there, I'm just kind of like, eh, yeah. well, what is the cool part? What's interesting that I'm hearing anyway is that you, the movies that you like a lot are like, when they came out, they were like, new. Now <laughs> there's a million different movies that are like Saw. There's a million different movies that are like Paranormal Activity. But mm-hmm. the ones that, that did it and like opened up the genre, that's the ones that you stick with. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. Because it's just like, oh yeah, that's dope and new and weird and you know what I mean? But it's not like this like, like, now things are getting weird. Like these horror movies that are out now, they're just like, okay, all right. Well, now I'll never go to sleep again. That's great. That's cool. <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah, it's always just like The Conjuring. Like it, The Conjuring was pretty good. Yeah. It was. I like The Conjuring. But I mean, like they were just going off. It's like the scariest movie of all time. And I'm like, it's literally just like a demon just walking around. It's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> See, you've been desensitized. <laughs> and then people are like, oh, the ring's so scary. Watch the ring. She just like crawls out the TV. And I'm like, I mean, it's creepy. Mm-hmm. It's not scary. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you like some of these new stuff or are you just sticking in the past? Um, I, I try to watch a new one every once in a while. A lot of the good ones seem to not be in the mainstream that much although i can't think of a movie at the moment yeah one of my favorite horror movies is actually really bad considering <laughs> like what a good horror movie is it's uh-huh. like the complete opposite but it's like my guilty pleasure i watch it all the time <laughs> what is it stay alive oh yeah that's you know a good that movie. yeah that's a good movie <laughs> i love it and it's like you just look at it from like a critical point and it's like ugh, yeah. it's a little cringe but at the same time like I just, I like Sophia Bush's character. <laughs> like her being goth with like that raspy voice. Uh-huh. And I'm, she's like, you killed my brother. <laughs> no, bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, go get it. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. It was just a cool thing. Just yeah. like uh, you die in the game, you die in real life. Uh-huh. This whole thing. <laughs> And I don't know, I just liked it. Yeah. It was fun. <laughs> I always watch that damn movie. Well, there's like a um uh there was like a turning point for me with like horror movies. When I was a kid, like uh my sister was older than me and she's always been scary of like anything like that. She would like protect us and she would like freak me out more about these movies than that movies actually would be scary. And that movie was um, that it fixed it for me where I was just like, oh, horror movies or whatever. Was, um, I probably said this story before. I'm sorry if I repeat myself. Um <laughs> I talk a lot. Um but it's uh, uh Army of Darkness. Watching that movie, it started. Uh, it's the like the third of the Evil Dead movies. It's the most cheesy and awful. If you have not seen Army of Darkness, 
Uh-uh. Get out. No. <laughs> Army of is one of my favorite movies of all time. But that movie is like, what it did was a, it, it's a horror movie, but it's really dumb and funny and weird and like horrific things kind of happen. But also it's Bruce Campbell. So it's like, she's like, <laughs> I really like this. And there's something about that movie when I watched it. I was sitting there and I was like, at first when it was coming on, they're like, oh, we got this scary movie or whatever. And I was watching it. I was like, I was like very scared. I was like, I don't know. And then I started watching it. I was like, oh, horror movies are just, horror movies are just movies. They're not going to come get me. They're just a movie. You know what I could do? I could turn that movie off and nothing's going to happen. And mm-hmm. that's what that's what fixed my brain. So now I can watch whatever and I'm not super scared of it. But when I was a kid, like I would start hearing like a spooky intro. Like, ah, you know, but now I'm just like, oh, whatever. Oh, that dude just got slowly sawed in half. Whatever. <laughs> the way I used to, I got over um the horror thing and being scared or whatever is just talk trash to whatever scared you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call it names. Yeah. What was it? What game was it? I think it was Evil Within or something. Mm. Whenever that like creepy chick or whatever, like the I think it's in the first of it. She has like long hair, mm. like she hasn't cut it in like since she was born. And then she's just walking around and swinging or whatever. I talk so much trash to her. <laughs> I'm not As gonna you were repeat. playing the game? Yeah, I'm That's like, fun. you can't get it. You can't get me, no. And then I just <laughs> roast her for a solid 30 minutes while she's trying to chase me. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you like all these, like, do you like the cheesy movies as well? Mm, like, or you what do you mean? just can't deal? Like, like uh, so, like, there's, like, there's horror movies. And then there's, like, Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's you, a movie you know, called Thanksgiving. Yeah, but I, we gotta watch the movies together. Movie oh. <laughs> it, It's about an evil turkey that like murdering people. No, there's like that the whole subgenre oh. of like nonsense that like that's another reason why I don't get like scared by movies because it's just like that's that's stupid. You know, it's just that stupid. sounds like Sharknado. <laughs> it's great. It's it basically it's a Sharknado of horror movies, and so oh, what they do is they I have a dumb premise it. and then they murder people, and it's just stupid. And they, what's fun about those? It's like the Leprechaun movies. You know, there's all the Leprechaun movies are more fun than they are scary because the Leprechaun oh, yeah. is weird. And you know, they made that one where he's like in the hood or whatever. It's like what is going on? Like my favorite horror scene of all time is um uh from oh, I think it's Jason. X, the one where he's in space, um, um, uh, and uh, he he like is like completely blown up or whatever, and then he starts to come back to life, and then he goes into this like hologram, just like they have on uh, on the Enterprise, and he goes in there, and there's these like like chicks, and they're like, oh hey, and they're like rubbing up on him or whatever, <laughs> and it's like a sleepaway camp, and he shoves them in the sleeping bag, and he's beating them against the tree, <laughs> and for some reason that makes me laugh like so freaking hard, it's horrific, oh, but I, I'm like. <laughs> You were not. Oh my god! You couldn't possibly do that. Anyway, um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That probably make me laugh too. <laughs> so you mentioned some horror games. So you like horror games? Yes. Yeah. My I can't f- do them. Ooh. I can't do them. I'm Silent a big baby. Hill. Yeah. Silent Hill's got to be the favorite. <laughs> yeah. Probably not. I don't think I have. I played the original one. I don't think so. I think I played um, Shattered Memories and then. Homecoming. Homecoming mm-hmm. was the other one I played. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of, I think I poured off after that one. And then I think I went back and played three, I believe. Mm. But the best one was two, and I don't think I played that yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I mean, I do love Silent Hill. Um, Four, uh, I think, it was it four? I can't remember. Shattered Memories was pretty cool, though, because in, like, usual Silent Hill, you're fighting things. Mm-hmm. Four, or the Shattered Memories, you can't fight. Mm-hmm. So you're just running yeah. through like an ice hellscape. 
just and you can especially if you have headphones on you yeah. have headphones on it's over because their soundtrack i don't know what they did it sounds like Someone added some bass to, like, someone <laughs> scraping a fork on a plate. Uh-huh. So that's pretty much what the music sound like, and it's just tormenting your ears, and you have something chasing you, so it does create a sense of panic. Mm. And then, I mean, they tried to, like, do, like, a psychological profile of the person, but it didn't really do much. All it did was change colors of certain things. Mm. But, I mean, it was really fun. And then in Homecoming, I like the way everything was designed. Everything kind of went with um, like a hellish, I don't know, blood forward design where it was like gory, yeah, <laughs> gory, and I don't know, it was just creepy. Blood forward? Is, blood that, forward. is that the word she just said to me? What the hell is blood forward? <laughs> Does it mind nah. bleeding a lot? <laughs> I'm one of those um people that I just can't, I can't play. There's something you had talked about before this. When we talk about like shows and video games and how you're more immersed. That's mm-hmm. the problem with horror games with me, is you're more immersed. I'm the one doing it. So when the things come to get me on a movie, like I said, I can get up and I can be like, whatever movie, turn that movie off. But I'm playing it. <laughs> this thing comes out and stabs me in the throat. I'm done. Like I'm like, ah, I can't do it. So I don't even buy those games. I every like five years or so I'll be like, you know what, I'll buy me one of these. If you games. ever want to desensitize yourself to that, play Dead by Daylight. Yeah. You're getting chased all the time. And so just... after a while you're just like, All right, let's run again. <laughs> well like whoever's behind me kid trying to kill me. <laughs> oh well. Has there ever been like what's the scariest one you played? Was it Silent Hill? The scariest one. It's probably Evil Within. Yeah. Yeah, like that, the woman I was talking about, talking trash to earlier, <laughs> she got me. I don't know what it was about her, but it's just like the way she was moving her hands, and uh-huh. she was like twitching, and I'm like, oh, hell no. Uh-huh. And, or the nurses in Silent Hill can scare me sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I think those are the only ones, though. <laughs> what was the movie that came out recently? Not movie, the game. Resident Evil Village. Oh, yeah. I watched Some someone play that. that, and I was like, no, I could never do that. I can watch someone else play it, but I can't play it. Because, Dude, the baby like, in that game, nope. if you've seen that part. Nope. Don't like, don't like none of that. None of that. Turn that off. <laughs> I do like the vampire lady, though. Yeah. Well, everyone likes the vampire lady. Hey, yeah. <laughs> um, here's a question that I have. Do you like... So, like, you know, video games are bad, and they're corrupting youth or whatever. But do you think, like... Do you think that these things can actually, like, scar people, especially with these, like, horror video games? Because, like, like we said, it was very, you're in it. Like, you're, mm-hmm. like, in it. Do you think that could, like, really mess someone up? Like, because I think it could. I think if you're yeah, not mentally possibly. prepared, like, you know. Possibly, ugh. yeah. But the way I look at it is probably no, not too much more than a movie. Yeah. So, and I mean, we do have age, that's a huge problem, though, because, like, a lot of people don't really pay attention to the ratings yeah. on games and stuff, and they'll just, you know, buy their kid whatever. Yeah. And then that could possibly lead to scarring, but, like, I don't think you can blame it all on the video games. I mean, it depends on the person, I guess. Because mm-hmm. some people just have more tolerance for... But how would you know? Like, if you say you're a garbage parent, you're a garbage <laughs> parent, uh, and you you just go and buy your kid because he asked for it, the... the uh, Resident Evil Village, which is horrifying, absolutely horrifying. And yeah. that kid's eight. He, the mom doesn't know. Oh, Resident Evil, and he's like, oh, mom, it's just a game with zombies in it. You know, we watched The Walking Dead, and this kid now is like freaking out, and you have to deal with that. Like, I don't know, like that. 
the age restriction thing has always been like a problem because I don't know when I was a kid I was getting games that were more you know but I'm more mature at least I like to think <laughs> <laughs> yeah because I mean when I was a kid I was playing like Grand Theft Auto mm-hmm. I was playing that at like seven yeah running over hookers and stuff like that yeah you know the things you do when you're seven <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it just depends. If you can, if you have a kid who's probably able to decipher at least that it's just a game, mm. it doesn't matter. Like then, that's probably how I would determine if a kid's ready for a game or not. Mm. They can tell that that's a game, and they're not like trying to copy mm. anything that they're seeing. Then that'd be fine. But I mean, yeah, I don't get why people get like Resident Evil and those like hardcore games for like seven eight year olds i'm like what like, are you doing it's not nearly as extreme especially now if you look at it but you know back when i used to play like gears all the time i used to play gears of war like all the time i'd be online and i would play it and there would be this like little punk little five six year old or whatever and he'd be have this little squeaky voice and he'd be super <laughs> annoying and i would always be like where are your parents because this game you literally can walk up to another human being and cut them in half with a chainsaw where are your parents where are you playing? This is the things I would say. Like, if you ever play with me, I'm, I'm, I'm always like gamer dad, even though I don't have any kids. And I'll just be like, where are your parents? What are you doing? Could you do they know? Let me call them. What's it? The, bring your mom in there. Like, does she know that I could do this to you? Does she know that I can literally say anything to you right now? Does she know that I'm, you know, at, I'm like 25 at the time? Does she know that? Does don't she make know? me call your yeah, mother. Yeah, I'll call your mom. You know what I mean? Like, you, you just called me some unspeakable things, little shit. <laughs> the Call of Duty, yeah. like Xbox Lobby, yeah. Modern Warfare yeah. 2. Crazy. Crazy. Oh, the things that were said. Well, the <laughs> things that being, I heard. Still being said. Still being said. The world yeah. is a. Uh, and awful. everybody confuses me for a little, like, 13-year-old boy. Every time I talk <laughs> into the mic, they're like, oh, we got a kid playing with us. I'm like, try just a female, dude. It's just... <laughs> There's, there, that's not true. Girls don't play video games. That's not true. Girls don't play video games. <laughs> you know what? You're right. Yeah, I'm you're 13. Right. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. Just deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you can believe it, we've actually almost hit our hour, so we will start uh, wrapping things up. So, as you know, you are a uh, fan of the show, so we're gonna have our final questions. So, are you ready? Yes. All right. My first question is my favorite question to ask anyone. What is your favorite song right now? Ooh, that's difficult. Oh, you knew it was coming. Don't give me that. Oof. <laughs> oof. 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 Donnie Darko by Cal Scrubby. Okay. All right. What's <laughs> so cool rap. about that song? I love the beat in it. Yeah. And just, I, I've, I'm big into rap nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he's like an independent artist. And I mean, you can just pop that in the car and go. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, and yeah. Groove. I like the groove. <laughs> cool. Cool. Well, I'll take that song and I will put it on the playlist. That playlist is called Bitter and Jaded, the original motion picture soundtrack. And I take your song and anyone who sits in that chair's song and I put it on this playlist. And it is, it's gotten real weird. It's gotten real weird now, guys. I don't know what's going on, but I love it. Sometimes I'll put it on and I'll be like, oh, all right, that's what we went with. You know what? I'm going to put your song on there and I'm going to go, oh, that's what we went with. <laughs> so I'm super excited to hear it. Um, And uh, let's see. Um, As promised, you have a uh, final, final question. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. This one's like, not normally it's goofy and dumb, but this is something, I don't know, I was just like, I was in my feelings, I guess. So like, what is something that you've done that you were extremely proud of? Probably this year. Yeah. I've been um, the main focus, well, not all year, but <laughs> probably middle of the year, I started working on how um, I think. Yeah. Because I noticed um, I was thinking pretty negative there. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this is probably going to go bad. This is probably going to go bad. And it did happen a lot. Like, yeah. And then, you know, I'm like, 
all right, well, thinking negatively like that all the time isn't hurting anybody but me. Mm-hmm. Let's not do that. Because yeah. we're only here for one good time. So <laughs> I'm like, let's try to think positive. Yeah. And then so I slowly had to work on it over time. It took forever to get it going. But I'm pretty proud I finally went to do it because yeah. that was a problem I was having for many, many years. And it's been helping the power of positivity? Yes. Yeah, that's good. It sounds cheesy, but no, it is. No, that's awesome. It sounds cheesy at all. That's super cool. And you things know. actually do, like, turn up. Yeah. Like, okay, it's going to sound crazy but like i've been like watching this and reading about like the law of attraction Mm. you think positively positive things are going to come your way Mm -hmm. so far hasn't really been disproven too much yet that's awesome that's super cool i love that because a lot of people including myself i'll get like man i'll just be like god this sucks why i do this this is awful you know or today's gonna suck and i go in and it's just like and it does Mm-hmm. I make it happen. At least I think that I make it happen. If I go in, I'm just like, today's going to be terrible. Guess what? Today's going to be freaking terrible. If I go in, I'm like, what's up? We're going to, you know, I, maybe I can combat some of the terribleness because it's going to be terrible. Let's not forget. But <laughs> we can move a little bit so that way yeah. it's not a 99% terrible. It's like an 85. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, just, it was just slowly like um, just thinking of small things at first so instead of like you're in the car in a rush somewhere and you're gonna be like oh god i don't want to be late don't want to be late think i think more of well everybody's late sometimes they're not gonna be like crazy mad at you Mm -hmm. and if they are oh well i mean (laughs) honestly yeah because everybody is late at least one time but i mean you know just everybody who's listening treat yourself kindly yeah positive thoughts (laughs) you know Treat don't, yourself. Hurt, don't hurt yourself. <laughs> don't hurt yourself like that. Think positively. That's awesome. I really like that. I, I really like that answer. That's super cool. Well, I, I'm a narcissist, so I like to answer my own questions. <laughs> um, and uh, mine is actually this show. Um, it definitely isn't perfect, yeah. but it is 100% Josh. When I listen to this show every week, I'm like, well, that's just me. I put myself out mm-hmm. there every single week, and I, I feel like it's done... Just like your power of positivity, I think it has made me more of a positive person. Because normally, I'm like bad at talking to people if i don't know you i'm real bad about that like I'll, I'll go somewhere and they'll be like hey what's up josh i'll be like yeah what's up and then i'll just like do my thing and i feel bad and she'll like hit me and she'll be like they know you they want to talk to you i'm like i'm sorry now i'm like hey you know and so i feel like you know i named the show bitter and jaded i feel like it's taken actually some of that bitterness and jadedness away so that way i can be more open and i can do more like weird and goofy things i'm less scared to be in front of this mic i'm less scared to have someone who I might not know that well sit in front of me for an hour and talk to me. And it's just like, it's been great. And it's helped me a lot. And I just, I don't know. I just want to thank everyone out there who's listening you and Michael and everyone out there who is just, who hears my voice. I thank you for making this little weird nonsense that I have going on a thing. I'm going to keep doing it until the wheels fall off, but I just really, really enjoy it. And I, if I, I was just thinking about stuff, it's like, what am I, I'm proud of this. I'm proud of this damn weird thing that I do every week. And so, um, I, uh, if you're out there and you want to be part of this weird thing that I do, uh, I have a website. Um, it's uh, www.bitterandjadedpodcast.com, or you can email me directly at bitterandjadedpodcast at gmail.com. And um, we can get something set up. Uh, she came over here, and we just talked about video games and the horror for an hour. And it was super fun. I had a good time. Just yeah. just hanging out. You know, it's not stressful. Anyone can do it. If you're out there and you're like, man, I think I can talk to that guy. Please do. I need guests. Um, and like I said, I want to do this forever. And so just hit me up. Um, my outro no one ever says anything. I don't know why no one ever says anything to me about how good this is, about how perfect of an outro this is, but it's called Musical Musings. Everyone loves it. Uh, <laughs> so this week, uh, it comes from a place of pure nostalgia. Again, I said I was in my like feelings, and I was like, 
looking up old albums and stuff like that. And this uh, uh, this song is from a band called The Wombats, and it's from their first album, in my opinion, their best album. They they sing like it's like weird poppy Brit pop music. I don't know. I was yeah. in a phase. So if you want to know exactly what my headphones sounded like back in like 2007, it's this album. But I picked um I picked one of my like one of the more fun ones. Um, and uh, it's their song "Kill the Director," and um, again, it's off their album. A guide to love, loss, and desperation because I'm a little sad boy. Um, <laughs> but he says, uh, Carrots help us see much better in the dark. Don't talk to girls, they'll break your heart. This is my head and this is my spout. If they work together, they can't figure anything out. And it's just really fun. And they're like, yeah. It's like, you know, there's some songs in there that you're just like, I think I'm going to be be sad now. And there's some songs in there that you're just like, that was terrible. And I don't know. It's, it's literally what 2007 sounded like to Josh. So check it out. Um, but again, thank you so much, Maria. I had an awesome time. This has been super fun. And um, I guess I will talk to you later, okay? All right. It was a blast. Thank you, man. Yeah. Bye. Bye.